We continue with the Daily Sports Feed on ESPN Harrisonburg. I am Dave Riggert. A pleasure to have you along as we get set for JMU and Arkansas State in Jonesboro coming up this weekend. Let's talk to Matt Stoles now. He is the play-by-play voice of the Red Wolves of Arkansas State in year number 18. Is that right, Matt? That's right, Dave. Great to be on with you this morning. <laughs> Appreciate you doing this. Thank you very much. And, you know, talk a little bit about uh, about what you're what you thought when uh, when the conference expanded, the Sun Belt was was going through their transition. Four new teams are coming in, including this team from the FCS. Was it exciting though to to have four new teams coming in and make this such a strong league? Oh, without a doubt, and it's been so exciting just over the last handful of years to see the Sun Belt have the kind of success it has. And when they made the announcement that they added the four schools that they did, I think just league-wide, everybody was absolutely thrilled. And, you know, to see a team like a James Madison be one of those four teams that, that have come in, I think just makes the league that much better. And, look, it's not the first time that a team that has come in from the FCS level right. and had immediate success. And that's what happened with Georgia Southern. They went 8-0 and in their first year in the Sunbelt Conference, Appalachian State was able to come in and have success right away. And we've seen what Coastal Carolina has done. It, it took them a couple of years, right. but look, they're right there at the top of the league as well. So this is a league that has seen this before. An FCS team that has been really good on that level has made the transition and made it very well to the Sunbelt Conference. Yeah, no, and that's part of why this league is so strong right now with with the programs that they have brought in. But, you know, talk about Arkansas State a little bit for our folks around here that, that don't know much about, about the Red Wolves. And Coach Signetti said this uh, earlier this week during his press conference. He's just like, man, uh, they're much different than they were a year ago. There's a ton of tradition and history. They're, they're, I mean, there are a bunch of bowl games in a row for a long time at Arkansas State. There were some great coaches to go through Arkansas State. I know the last couple years have been down, but I know Coach Signetti said it, it's almost night and day from where they were a year ago. Coach Jones is a nice job hasn't he he has and it was a period of transition when he came in he uh definitely wanted to put his stamp on the program when he took over for blake anderson last year and look we knew that it might be a little rough out of the gate a two and ten season last year but i'll tell you this i've never seen a staff recruit as hard as what butch jones and his staff are doing in fact, after that 2-10 and 10 season, they were able to turn in the number one recruiting class in the Sun Belt this past offseason and the number two ranked class in the entire group of five. So I think that says a lot about the relationships they've been able to make and uh, the kind of recruits that they've been able to bring in into Jonesboro. And you're right, there is a lot of success in very recent history. You go back to 2011 and Hugh Freeze was the head coach back then. Uh, he had uh, a conference championship winning season, then went to Ole Miss after that. Then Gus Malzahn came in in 2012. He won a conference championship. He took off to Auburn. Brian Harson came in. He won a conference championship in 2013, and he went back to Boise State. And then Blake Anderson was here for seven years after that. He won a, co- a couple of conference championships, had six more winning seasons, so you know, from that period, 2011 to 2019, we saw this program reel off nine straight winning seasons, nine bowl games, and five conference championships. So, yeah, we, we have been able to see a, a lot of success in recent history at back-to-back losing seasons, but you're right, it is a, a much better feeling 
this season, this team seems like uh, they're they're kind of on the way back up. And, and again, we're talking Red Wolves football with the voice at uh, Arkansas State. He is Matt Stolson, and you know it's such a young team too. I mean, that's something that that I noticed prepping for this game is there's a lot of freshmen and sophomores. This is still a pretty young group. Yeah, when you look at the percentage of freshmen and sophomores on the roster, uh, I think 79% are underclassmen, which is the fourth highest percentage in in the FBS. So I think that, yes, there's a lot of talent, but there's a lot of youth right now. And really, it's at the positions that, that you need a little bit of depth, I think, uh, they have done a good job, you know, hitting the transfer portal and, and finding some help at positions of need. And, and you'll see that, at, you know, a lot of the skill positions, you see some uh, upperclassmen there, uh, James Blackman at quarterback. You see a couple of uh, senior running backs and Johnny Lang and Brian Sneed to Valence Hunt. Champ Flemings are a couple of senior receivers that, that are transfers that have come in and, and done a good job. So, I think it's a pretty good mix right now of of experienced leaders at those skill spots, but you're right, there is a lot of youth there as well. Talk a little bit about James Blackman and him coming in from Florida State. Obviously, he came in and, and obviously was really good early on at Florida State and then uh, lost the job, but he has come in and, and didn't have the job a year ago. Lane Hatcher goes to Texas State, but seems like James has kind of stayed the court. It seems like he's kind of grown up, matured, and, and he's he's playing at a high level right now. Yeah, and he won the job at the, the start of the season last year, and he played in the first six games, and he started five of those, but he injured his shoulder, and he missed the last half of the year. And then, you're right, Lane Hatcher ended up transferring to Texas State, and you know James went into this year in a position he had never been in before. You mentioned all those years at Florida State, but this is the first time in his six years on the collegiate level that he's had the same <laughs> offensive coordinator two years in a row. They changed every year at Florida State. And, of course, when he came into Arkansas State last year, he had to adjust to a new offense as well. But he is the unquestioned leader of this team, uh, and he's been so efficient at the quarterback position. I mean, he's completing 70% of his passes. Uh, I know you look at that touchdown-interception ratio, it's 7-1 to one right now, and, you know, kind of comparable to what Todd Centeno's doing right now. You know, he's got that 11-1 to one touchdown-to-interception ratio. So I think you see a lot of similarities between the two quarterbacks we're going to see this weekend. A couple of seniors that have been around the block mm-hmm. a time or two uh, that, that are really good at protecting the football. Yeah, no question about that. Again, we're talking with Matt Stoles, the play-by-play voice at Arkansas State, as the uh, Dukes will travel to take on the Red Wolves on Saturday. And, you know, it seems like he's got a lot of weapons around him, too, of just doing the prep work. And I almost feel like this offense is, is maybe the most dangerous the Dukes have seen the, the entire season. Johnny Lang can do it all over the field, whether that's returning or running. Brian Sneed's a good back as well. You mentioned to Valence Hunt, but then they've got Champ Flemings and other guys that can catch the football. The tight ends are involved in it. Um, a ton of weapons for James Blackman to, to get the ball to. Yeah, I, I really like the running backs right now. Johnny Lang and Brian Sneed are a good one-two punch at, at uh, that running back position. Johnny Lang's a former transfer from Iowa State. And, in fact, this week he, he's the national leader in all-purpose mm-hmm. yards. Uh, he's a very good kickoff and punt returner. And then, you know, he's, he's rushing for over 50 yards per game. He's really good out of the backfield as far as uh, uh, the receiving game as well. And then Brian Sneed, 
is a, a bigger back, physical, but he's got a lot of speed as well. He's a guy that coming out of high school uh, originally went to Ohio State. So, you know, he, he's somebody that uh, has a tremendous amount of talent as well. Need to mention those other guys, a couple of seniors, uh, Tavalen Tun, a former TCU transfer, had to miss the first several games of the season. He was finally healthy this past week and had six catches in that win over ULM. And then Champ Flemings is a guy that's been banged up the last few weeks. They're hoping that he's closer to 100% this week, but. Uh, you know, he came out of the gate really strong. Oregon State transfer that had back-to-back 100-yard receiving games uh, to start the season. So uh, he's extremely talented as well. And you talk about one more weapon. I think uh, we've got one of the better receiving tight ends in the country mm-hmm. right now in Sedu Triore. He's a sophomore that's second in the country among tight ends and receiving yards. So. Uh, he's become a a big time weapon for that A State offense as well. You know, we talk about the skill guys. How about up front? How have they been up front? It's it's a younger group, um, not a ton of experience, not not like not a lot of guys back from a year ago that that have starting experience. But but how has that group come along so far early on this year? Well, they're they're a lot better than they were a year ago. I, I think the biggest issue in the past couple of weeks uh, at the end of the Memphis game. Uh, they lost Robert Holmes, who was the starting right tackle, and uh, they had to bring in a freshman at that right tackle spot. And they've been trying to kind of tinker around with that right side of the offensive line the last couple of weeks. And I think they, they kind of figured some things out in the second half of that. But uh, you're right. Uh, I think that uh, uh, they they are better uh, on the offensive line than they were a year ago, but they, they need to be uh, better this week uh, protecting James Blackman. Um, you know it, that that's something that they uh, have kind of struggled with at times this year, as far as getting in holes uh, on first and second down with those negative plays mm-hmm. and putting yourself in those second and long, third and long situations. And uh, you know if they can avoid that this Saturday, then uh, they'll they'll have a, a an opportunity. But at the same time, if you put yourself in, in those second and third and uh, long yardage situations, it's going to be tough to beat a team as good as a, as a James Madison. Again, we're talking with Matt Stoles. He is the play-by-play voice at Arkansas State. It's the Dukes and Red Wolves coming up on Saturday in Jonesboro. And How about defensively? Um, there's some talent on that side. There's a lot of tackles for loss, some sacks. Uh, Kevon Bennett, I know, has been out, but looks like he's he came back a little bit last week and should be good to go this week. Um, they've got some transfers from from Tennessee up there and, and other places. Uh, Jordan uh, Carmuch has come in, a, t- a transfer from Houston, leads the team in tackles. Um, there's some talent on that side of the football that that seems like they fly around, they're aggressive, and, and can make some plays happen. Yeah, uh, you mentioned those guys uh, defensively, and everybody that you're mentioning is uh, somebody that, that's transferred in. Uh, from the FBS level, mm-hmm. and you know Jordan Carmuch, the Houston transfer has been a really nice addition uh, there at that Mike linebacker spot. Kevon Bennett had come in before last year from Tennessee. He and Coach Jones had a previous relationship. Mm. You know, <laughs> yeah. Coach Jones had actually recruited him uh, before he came, uh, before he eventually went to Tennessee. And of course, Coach Jones then uh, went to Alabama and spent three years. Uh, with Coach Saban before he eventually came to Arkansas State. But they had that relationship in place. And, you know, you hear that last name, Bennett. Savon is actually the son of the great Buffalo Bills uh, oh, is he really? linebacker. 
you remember back in the day, Cornelius, Cornelius Bennett. Bennett so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so uh, certainly some good bloodlines there. Uh, Eddie Smith has been good at the safety position. He's a guy that spent three years at Alabama, uh, was at Illinois last year, but he's been a nice addition to that A-State secondary. So, yeah, I, I think that uh, you know, a lot of those guys that, that uh, you're going to be seeing, you know, Thurman Gathers is a Louisville transfer. Uh, he'll be starting at defensive end, has, has been really good through the first five games. Uh, you know, that, that's kind of been the formula. And, again, we, we talked about it earlier. You brought in some experience with these uh, transfer portal guys to kind of blend with all the youth that mm-hmm. you brought in uh, with these first couple of recruiting classes uh, that Butch Jones has had. You know, what, what have they struggled at times with defensively? Have, has there been some – have they struggled at times to, to, to get uh, – their third down defense has been good. They do have some good numbers. Have, have they struggled with something so far here early on this year? Big plays. I yeah. think that's the biggest issue. Now, last year it was uh, it, it was really tough, especially the first half of the year, as far as giving up those big plays. And I think that's what got them in trouble as much as anything. Now, it's not it's not nearly as frequent as what we saw a year ago. But you know, when they have uh, gotten trouble this year, it's, it's just. Those uh, those big plays that they've allowed, and and I think that uh, you know they're they're doing a better job at limiting those. They know this weekend though to have a chance that they can't give up those big plays to, to James Madison. Again, we're talking with Matt Stoles. He's the play-by-play voice at Arkansas State as the Dukes and uh, Red Wolves get set to battle in Jonesboro coming up on Saturday. And, you know, special teams sometimes get overlooked. I, I know, Jam, you puts a lot of emphasis on it. It looks like Butch Jones does as well. Uh, you've got a freshman kicker who hasn't missed a kick this year. You've got a punter that leads the Sun Belt. You've got the Johnny Lang who, who leads all of college football in return yards right now. So uh, special teams have been pretty special so far for the Red Wolves. Yeah, and, and Butch Jones puts a, a major emphasis on it, and it's made a difference. Uh, I think it made a, a big difference last week. Uh, the only takeaway in the ball game came on special teams on a muff punt. Uh, I think that uh, you're right. I mean, Ryan Hansen's been really good as far as punting the football. He leads the Sun Belt in, in punting average. Uh, they lead the Sun Belt in net punts, so they do a good job with that coverage unit. Uh, kickoff return has been really strong. Uh, Johnny Lang had. A 98-yard kickoff return for a touchdown uh, a week ago. And then you mentioned uh, the place kicker. Dominic Gabbana is a true freshman that uh, they'll tell you his range is, is up to 62. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, uh, he hasn't missed a kick all year, seven for seven on his field goals, and they're not chip shots. Four right. of those seven are from 44 or more. So uh, he's turned into a really nice weapon for that special teams unit as well. All right, tell our listeners uh, about Centennial Bank Stadium and, and what if some if some folks are going to go down and see it. Uh, I, I again seeing the picture and everything, it, it looks like a beautiful stadium. It is a beautiful facility, and they, they've done a fantastic job. You know, especially over that run of success, we talked about right. the nine straight years of, of winning seasons and bowl games, and you know during that time they did a good job as far as. Uh, taken advantage of you know the popularity of the football program and and building on and and adding uh, new facilities and you know they they had uh, renovated the press box put in a whole new press box uh, 20 suites uh, the, the club area is just immaculate 
as nice as anything you'll see uh, on the group of five level. And, uh, you know, there's some different features that kind of make Centennial Bank Stadium stand out. Uh, in particular, uh, some water features, some waterfalls. <laughs> That's what I've heard. Side of the north end zone, uh, which uh, really, really look nice. There's some low seating in the north end zone. Uh, the facility itself, uh, uh, the the locker room, the football facility is, is just fantastic. The uh, indoor practice field is right behind it uh, when you get to Jonesboro. But it, it is a really nice facility. It's certainly something that, that Arkansas State fans are yeah, absolutely. It's the first meeting between the Dukes and the Red Wolves, the first of uh, hopefully many, although, again, <laughs> with the crossover, they may not play for every two, three, four years. We'll see what happens. But here in uh, the debut season for the Dukes in the Sun Belt, they do get to travel to Arkansas State. Should be fun this weekend. And uh, w- What are your expectations? I think this is going to be a really good football game. Well, we're hoping so. I think that uh, you know, exposed, explosive plays, turnovers will, will be critical. I think special teams is something that uh, uh, that will be a major factor in this ball game as well. But I think when this Arkansas State team is healthy and they are healthier than what they were a couple of weeks ago when when they opened up conference uh, at Old Dominion, they were missing four starters in that ball game. Uh, I think that, that this team can compete with anybody in the league. They know, however, what a challenge it is with James Madison coming in this week. But uh, I think it's, it's something that they're looking forward to, playing at home against a, a very high-quality opponent. And, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, to having you guys in town, Dave. This is going to be really fun. Yeah, it should be, no doubt about that. Matt, thank you so much for your time, man. I appreciate it and can't wait to get there, and we'll see you on Saturday. Can't wait to have you.